I'm Joe Reed, and Emily Connolly is with me this week for another edition of Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. We're getting Emily's takes on what she's been listening to and what she thinks we should be listening to. Hi, Joe. Hi. Okay, we had a great one yesterday. We started off with a little romance, and today... Today, I have something different, but also narrated by a golden voice narrator. And this is The Conductors by Nicole Glover, and it's narrated by Bonnie Turpin. And she is so well-loved for her versatile and dramatic narrations, including some Audi Award winners and nominees like The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas and Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adeyemi. A favorite of yours. Yes. And so I was very tempted when I saw this audiobook. We have Bonnie, who I know is going to bring so many talents to this audiobook mm-hmm. narration, but it's also a debut novel from Nicole Glover that has a whole mix of historical fiction and fantasy and mystery. Oh, my goodness. And all of these richly developed magical systems. So it's all these things that I love in one audiobook. Wow. So you get historical fiction, fantasy, and mystery in one book. Yeah, it's great. It's the whole package. Talk about one-stop shopping. And it's read by Bonnie Turpin. And it's read by Bonnie Turpin. Exactly. So we know Bonnie's brilliant because she always is. She's somebody who, if I don't know the author, like Nicole Glover, and you know, and she's really lucky for a first-time author to have Bonnie Turpin read her, mm-hmm. read her work because I would pick it up because it's Bonnie Turpin. Exactly. So I can say the main story is set during the Reconstruction era in 1871 in Philadelphia. But it also, this is another one where we're jumping back in time to get to know the characters better and see their background. So Hetty was once enslaved and escaped, and she spent years as a conductor on the Underground Railroad and searching for her sister. And Benji, who was her companion going on those trips into the South, they got married And they are now working, doing investigations using their magic to try to solve crimes in Philadelphia's Black community. Okay. And were they both magical to begin with? Did this just happen that they discovered each had magic? Yeah, they were both magical to begin with. You get a sense, you get more of Hetty's story, Mm -hmm. definitely from the beginning. So there's a lot to this. It's a very interesting combination of true things that were going on during this time period and you know what it would be like if you added magic into that so for example she is having to wear a collar to punish her if she is trying to use magic and to prevent her from using magic that she breaks out of who puts the collar on her the people enslaving her had they knew she did magic even back then. Correct. Yes. So magic is just a part of this world. There are people who, like Hetty, are using celestial magic, magic from the stars. There are people like her sister who um, use their magic to create potions. White people who have magic in the story are using sorcery with wands. So there's a lot going on. There's lots of different kinds of magic. It's great because you're hearing all of these different voices that Bonnie does to make all these characters come to life. Once again, I noticed with this one too that Bonnie was doing such a great job with helping me as I listened know when I was meeting these characters 
It sounds, I can't tell if it's, you know, like a history nerd's fantasy novel or a fantasy geek's history novel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I think definitely, I think anybody who's too invested in the history might be a little bit like, what's going on with all this magic? But, you know, if you're somebody who is interested in these kind of genre blending novels, this is definitely a good one. So can we hear a bit? Sure. So this is a sample from the beginning when um, Hetty and Benji have been called upon to rescue this young girl. And then they discover that she was one of several who were captured. And so they're intervening and trying to stop them. Okay. This is The Conductor by Nicole Glover, read by Bonnie Turpin. Below her, the bushes rustled as Benji hurried to finish the last of his spells. Hetty silently urged him on as the wagon drew nearer. If they had been working in tandem, the spells would be primed and ready. But as this was not the first time they'd done this, Hetty knew that stopping the wagon was the least important part. The driver's head had just passed under her feet when Hetty let a crow's caw escape her throat. She projected her voice as if she had a crowd eagerly listening as she spun tales for their enjoyment. Trees some distance away stirred with confused crows, but farther along the road, the bushes stopped moving. Benji stepped to the side and slammed his hammer onto the sigil scratched into the dirt. Light flashed from the strike and dust flew into the air. The trees across from Hetty's hiding spot swayed until three of them dropped like dogs onto a bone. Wheels squealed and the horse cried out in alarm. The wagon veered to the side and the driver swore as he did his best to avoid the pile of trees. You really can get a sense of Bonnie's energy, <laughs> you know, and she's always, always in character. She's such a sophisticated narrator, I think. I think so too, definitely. And I think I picked this because you get a little sense of what's going on, sort of with the magic. It's so intriguing. Let me ask you, do you get a sense of the Black community and the white community interacting or are they, you know, in very separate spheres in Philadelphia? Certainly in Philadelphia, it's mostly about the Black community for sure. There are white characters in the story too, but um, it's centered around the Black community there. There's a lot going on. A lot of people are reconnecting with those who are now free and trying to repair those relationships. So it's, I listened to it very quickly because it was so intriguing to me. Okay. And again, that is The Conductors by Nicole Glover, and it's read by Bonnie Turpin, Golden Voice. And I'll say it one more time. Nicole Glover is really lucky first time out of the box getting Bonnie Turpin to read her book. She must have done something right. <laughs> and I hope that I saw that there was going to be a book, too. And I hope that she gets to return for it, too, because I'll be listening. <laughs> OK, Emily, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Great. Thank you, Joe. This week, we're dropping a bonus edition of Behind the Mic, an interview with one of Audiophile's new golden voices, narrator Sunila Nankani. I did my first book in 2009, 
And the landscape has completely changed in terms of more writers um, working on South Asian stories, black stories, African stories. And then also what's getting published has really changed. And that's just been so exciting to witness and be like a teeny part of. That's an interview with Golden Voice Sunila Nankani on a bonus edition of Behind the Mic. We're dropping it this week. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Oasis Audio, publisher of the 2020 Christian Book Award for Best Audiobook, Chasing Vines by Beth Moore. I'm Joe Reed, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.